If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now, humans aren't the only ones these days who need to worry about a highly contagious type of flu. The H5N1 avian influenza virus has been hitting birds hard in the last year. You may have heard that as many as eight skunks have been killed in Vancouver as a result of the virus. So what is that saying about how it's spreading? Well, the arrival of the annual spring bird migration is one of the concerns, actually, about how this might spread. So to find out more, we are joined now by Peter R.C. Sejosi, Professor of Forestry and Conservation Science at the University of British Columbia. Peter, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me, Simi. So what do we know, Peter, about this particular strain of, of avian flu and how it affects wildlife? Well, to tell you the truth, I don't think we know a lot yet. I mean, there's been, um, you know, outbreaks over the last couple of years off and on, which have caused people to start monitoring. In the U.S., there's a fairly extensive monitoring program of waterfowl uh, where people um, actually collect mallards to uh, different times of the year to check prevalence. And um, so people are lear- just starting to learn about it, and uh, they're starting to learn about the strains by sequencing the bacteria or by the viruses to find out where they've come from. And um, and it's pretty clear that they uh, reside as reservoirs in wild uh, species of various types. And as we're finding, there's um, a low but consistent transmission rate among bird species to uh, mammals, and occasionally, very occasionally, to humans. Okay, so why is the spring migration such a concern? Well, I don't know that it's a special concern. It's just that we know that uh, wild populations sometimes are the sources of of diseases, in this case, highly infectious, uh, this H5N1. And because there's an awful lot of birds moving through our area in spring, there's just some possibility that one of those birds is carrying it and and will uh, communicate or or, um, convey it to another individual. So it's more the number of birds coming through, I think, um, uh, rather than anything else. Do we understand how this virus does move from animal to animal? I don't think it is very well known, other than viruses, just like we know for humans, uh, travel to animal to animal, usually by uh, being passed from uh, fluid or feces or things like that from uh, hand to mouth. And so the kinds of hand washing things we've learned to do well for COVID over the last few years are the same kinds of things people recommend if you come in contact with uh, um, uh, uh, ailing wild bird uh, and uh, or if you uh, have birds of your own or mined chickens or things like that. Um, the government has is, is certainly uh, given lots of advice to people uh, to be extra careful in handling birds, their waste and things like that. Right. I'm not sure people, I mean, we've been hearing about this kind of impacting poultry farms, but I'm not sure the general public understands that we need to also be aware of this. Well, I mean, I suppose, you know, that's something that we're still learning about. Uh, We do need to be aware of it in part because there are um, economic impacts of this. And so there there are things that uh, farmers might do to protect their flocks at certain times of the year. 
Uh, and w- with people, of course, when we hear about incidents in wildlife, we'll be worried about our pets and ourselves. But the truth is, is that we don't come into contact with the average person with um, wild birds very often. And so by staying away from ailing birds and uh, so you can call a BC hotline to report them and not necessarily handle them and, uh, and following those kind of normal things that you do when you were handling any wildlife, um, I think I think the the worry is probably somewhat minimal uh, for personal health, but something we should be cognizant of. So this particular strain, have we seen it before? Has it been around for a while? You know, that's a it's a good question that I can't ask in detail because I'm not or answer in detail because I'm not a virologist. But what I've read about it is that there's a number of uh, historic strains, and as you know, that people often use. DNA technology now to understand the history of strains. And so there are, uh, um, uh, there are about three strains that have mixed over the years. And um, uh, one of them has an Asian uh, uh, bird flu component, and one of them has uh, one from North America. And those have combined over time. And so people actually track the strain but when they find the virus by doing that DNA sequencing. But really, I think people are just starting to learn about how the virus is spreading and what its history has been right. in North America. You study wild birds, right? Are you, you've, you've seen the kind of the migratory patterns of wild birds? Sure. I, I stu- I've studied wild birds for half century in BC. And, wow. and, uh, and so know something about birds moving through here. And so you know that is why um, uh, that's why a lot of scientists who handle birds are aware of it because the Canadian Wildlife Service and others have been letting us know that it's around, so that if anyone sees an ailing animal, you take special care in handling it. Well, but what, I mean, people, people like myself are handling birds, you know, quite regularly, and so it's different than the average person. Peter, I'm so curious. Like, what kind of changes have you noticed, if any, of migratory patterns in all the years that you've been studying these wild birds? Well, not just me, but, you know, the people who monitor migratory birds have have, uh, detected very, very big uh, declines, of course, in birds over time, at least some species. Uh, um, And, uh, you know, that's been widely reported in the news, particularly for migrants going to uh, Central and South America. Our waterfowl populations, many of them have done somewhat better. So our our, um, ducks and geese have been, you know, fairly well taken care of. Uh, in terms of us conserving them. Uh, and um, overall, you know, we still have a few million birds coming through every year, but it's a lot fewer than it was historically. That has nothing to do with bird flu. That has to do with, of course, changes to the environment generally. Okay, so then, and Peter, what then do you think people should be aware of as the migration starts to begin this season? Well, I mean, for people who keep chickens, of course, they'll already be aware of it. And there's lots of information on the web, both from the uh, um, Canadian Food and Agriculture Association that can be found by searching. And there's very detailed information uh, by the USDA uh, on their monitoring program, uh, the kinds of species that are being infected, and the kinds of care one should take in monitoring their own flocks. And, of course, the biggest concern would be those people who have larger commercial flocks. And they'll already be aware of it because they're walking inside, in and outside of their barns. And as a, as a uh, consequence of that, they could be carrying in, say, fecal material from wild birds from out in the field into their uh, exclosures. So really the main thing to do is to maintain hygienic procedures to keep your birds safe if you have pet birds or commercial birds. All right, good advice. Peter, thanks for your time this morning. 
Sure. Thanks, Simi. Appreciate that. That's Peter Arsisi, who's a professor of forestry and conservation science at the University of British Columbia and has been studying uh, wild birds for years now. And with the annual kind of bird migration beginning, there are concerns about the spread of this particular type of avian flu that has been causing some problems out there.